at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Of course, it's time for word domination. We always do that at a half past eight here on the show. And uh, we've got a great uh, conversation to have with the director of a play called The Promise. Sylvain Strike is an actress. She's a performer. She's a writer. The Promise is a, a book that won the international book. Well, it actually won the Booker Prize, which is an international prize, not the International Booker Prize, because that's slightly different, that award. And uh, it was won by South African Damon Gulgut last year. Was it last year or the year before? It is a prize-winning novel, extraordinary book. But how does one take a book which really looks at kind of the smallness of some people's lives in South Africa and put it on the stage in a completely different way? Well, Sylvain has managed to do that. It's an extraordinary production, and it's on at the Market Theatre until November the 5th. Sylvain, thank you so much for joining us. Michelle, thank you for having me. So I absolutely loved the book. And then I absolutely loved the play. And the two were about as far from each other that they could possibly be. The one was, uh, and in fact, to quote a line from the play, the um, uh, character of Anton says, I can, he he says, I think think he says something, misphrase it slightly. I can handle um, the reality, but I just cannot handle the farce. And indeed, it seems to me, that is exactly what you played on in the production. Indeed, uh, I think it just to to it, it, it. He says, "I I can deal with the tragedy. It's the farce I can't cope with." <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so it's 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 an extraordinary book, as you have said, and I have had the great privilege of working alongside Damon Dalbert in adapting it for the stage. When Damon first approached me, I, I my one condition was like, I mean, I, I would be burning to do this, Damon, but I wouldn't dare go near it without you on board. And uh, that started a long collaboration of uh, 16 months of working together with Damon Penning and uh, I developing ideas around how this could possibly be staged. Um, and yeah, Damon produced five drafts later. We were uh, rehearsing and it's been one of the greatest privileges of my career. So, Sylvain, you talk about working on a production for 16 months. To have the, the, the privilege of doing that is absolutely enormous. I don't think there are many uh, theatre directors and even producers who would have that kind of opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it certainly in my life was utterly unprecedented. Um, you know, and I, I mean, obviously we all got on with other things in our lives, but we had the opportunity to regularly plan and check in um, and work uh, solidly on the vision, um, which meant I could assemble a completely dream cast because I had time on my side to book them in advance, to hold auditions for those I was still looking for, um, for Joshua Lindbergh and I to talk about the set for a very long time before Josh came up with this extraordinary uh, vision, as you know, um, that the set is uh, really a tense actor in a yes. company of nine. So, Sylvain, for, for our listeners who may not have read the book, maybe give us um, a brief sort of top line of the narrative. Firstly, I must preface that with saying that it, it's okay if you haven't read the book, and that was one of the things Damon and I set out to do, that it should be um, 
able to to tell the story without uh, the back the background of the book, so to say. Mm. But um, and I think it does that rather successfully for those who haven't read the book and for those who have. Um, but the story, simply put, is about a family called the Swart family, an Afrikaans and Jewish family, living on a small holding outside Pretoria. Um, and they have uh, a woman working for them called Salome and her son Lucas, who live in a small house uh, on the other side of the copy when they're living in, a, of course, a huge 18-room mansion. Um, and that little house is promised to Salome on the deathbed of, uh, of, of the matriarch's um, life, basically. Um, and it's the little girl, Amor, who's the youngest child of the family. There's two children. Anton is the eldest, Astrid, the middle child, and Amor, who witnesses a conversation between her mother and father where her mother says, please promise me that you'll give the house to Salome for nursing me during my illness and up, up until her death, basically. And this promise takes... A life of its own. 40 years to be fulfilled. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it looks at South Africa through the microcosm or through the lens of this family as an example of how so many promises were made in the last 40 years exactly. of our existence in this country and many of them broken. You know, Sylvain, um, I've read the book uh, a couple of times and then to watch the play. And I, what I loved about it was that it added something so wildly different. It was almost like a translation. So you might translate mm -hmm. from English to Afrikaans, but in fact, what happens when you translate from book to theater? And yeah. it it became this incredible ensemble, almost as, as you said earlier, the tragedy, the farce, almost farcical narrative, which was actually profound. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think one underestimates the humor in the novel, which yeah. is, of course, very dark and personally interpreted. But it's something that uh, appealed to me greatly because I do work with that fine line between comedy and tragedy always in my work. And I found this novel to be exactly the way I feel when I make work. Um, and so they were very much paired and, and Robin Cohen, who's a, a journalist in Cape Town, called it the companion piece to the book, which I think is a lovely way to look at it because mm. as different as it is, it has um, it kind of supports the emotive world of the book and the comedic world of the book. You know, um, I mentioned the term ensemble, and uh, it really was uh, a work of extraordinary performances. And I, I will say to any of our listeners who are in Gauteng or Johannesburg, if you can get the opportunity to go and see The Promise, just for the diversity of performances and how mm. each one of the performers, I mean, we're taking on the different coats of different characters, but doing it in sometimes the most absurd, absurd, it was the absurdism of it all was maybe what was most tragic, actually. It mm. was to, to work like that must be wonderful, both for the actors and also for you. It was incredibly satisfying, and our, our process was, again, we were very blessed to have a five-week process sure. and almost six-week with the get-in period, which is unheard of, a get-in period being the technical period in the theatre. Um, and what I knew we had to create 
between these extraordinary performers, each of them in their own right, an absolute star, um, was an enormous love and a, a, a net of comfort and stability between them because telling the story over and over can wear one's in. Um, but at the same time, we delighted in the comedic relief of the piece and watching them absorb the very physical uh, world that I work in um, and then make it their own has been extraordinary to witness. Sylvain, geography and land is, of course, the big question mark and the, the fight still to this yeah. day, the promise that uh, has become yes. the curse um, in this country. And Completely. what you've done with that set is you've created um, a, a metaphor for that instability of, lia- of land, of geography, where, you know, uh, people are falling off the set or rolling off the set. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It's, a, it's a really um, interesting thing to be able to say, well, how do we address something as taut and as tense as land um, with a metaphor like the set, as well as obviously all the performance and the words, etc. That must have yeah. been such an exciting process. It was extraordinary. I mean, Josh and I sat down for a long time and, and spoke about what it is we feel when we read the book. And there is a sense of thinking. There is a sense of never having a horizontal, safe space. It just keeps working on angles and slippery slopes. Um, and as you know, doom and drang as this might sound, it is also a great space for comedy as people try to remain stable on a world that's constantly sliding. Um, the only horizontal line in the piece is Salome's door. If you think of that little door, it's Which is like a hobbit door. Line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and in the distance, you know, separate from the rest of the sliding world. Um, so, yes, the set was uh, an amazing discovery, and Josh has done an extraordinary job. But more importantly, the set was there from day one of rehearsals. Oh, brilliant. Which is, yeah. you know, how I normally work, but in this case, the scale of it was so enormous that mm. Joshua constructed it to fit through a tiny rehearsal room door and be assembled in the hall that we were working in. Um, and so they've been on it barefoot since day one, which was extraordinary. Sylvain, we have to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, if I may, um, one of our listeners, I think it's Graham, has just um, WhatsApped us to say, is this a production that will go to the National Arts Festival in Makanda? And I suppose the bigger question is, what happens to a production of this nature? I mean, the night I was there, it was packed. There were loads of school kids, which I absolutely loved. And I wonder what happens next to that production. Let's go to a break, and when we come back from the break, um, we'll answer that. Michelle Constant on SAFM. We're chatting to Sylvain Strike, who's a director of The Promise, and The Promise was a book written by Damon Gilgut. It was a Booker Prize-winning novel. It was quite something when uh, we as South Africans won it. Well, we are just winning a whole bunch of things at the moment. But uh, the theatre production is something to behold, which is not to say that the book is not great, but the theatre is something else. Sylvain, as I mentioned, one of our listeners saying, please get it to the National Arts Festival in Makanda. What happens to a production of this size with uh, a stage and a set of the, of the nature that it is? Where does it go to from here? 
Yeah, I mean, that's, it's always a question, isn't it? And sadly, you know, I, I am going to say that in our country, we there are so many shows that are birthed and then are put into a space that is dormant until it can live again. Um, because it isn't uh, something that we are accustomed to, to tour all the cities in our country. We have beautiful facilities. I mean, there's the PE Opera House, there's the, the gorgeous uh, theatres of Durban, which, you know, one automatically would think things could tour to. But unfortunately, mm. things are not uh, in place for that. So when we come off the market theatre run, we are going into storage. Um, but there is enormous talk about it touring next year. Um, hopefully internationally, but mm. we would love to love to love to do a uh, a main stage uh, production at the at the National Arts Festival, and I'm sure this could be possible. Um, all things considered, it is a huge set, but that's why it couldn't be on the fringe because that would be in turnaround yeah. with other shows. But um, I would love to take it, and uh, we are in discussion. Yes. Um, I do want to ask, you know, one of the things I said to uh, the friend who I was with when we went to watch it is when you see those actors, you start to realize uh, the challenge of being an actor because you can't just act. You have to be able to sing. You have to be able to dance. I mean, they do they do a lot of the sound effects, gorgeous sound effects in the show. They actually sing in the show as well. I mean, yeah. the guy, uh, the character, and I forget his name, who plays the rabbi and he went yes albert pretorius oh i mean blah 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 i mean it was just (laughs) unbelievable rhubarb 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 (laughs) and you know and then they have to be physical performers as well i mean you can't just you know roll around on that stage and flick flack and do what what without really having the skills we really are quite fortunate to have those kind of performers in this country well, we really are. I mean, uh, as I said previously, to, to book this entire group, uh, they need a, a good year in advance. And I was very fortunate, first and foremost, to approach Rob Fentrier, mm. whom I've worked with often, um, and who, you know, really gets my physical theatre language uh, because of his particular training. And uh, ask him to come on board as Anton. He read the novel and completely fell in love with it. And from there, it was basically finding who would be paired with him as his parents, as his sisters, and of course the supporting um, actors around it. And most importantly, uh, to have found Puma Sopotela as, as Salome just mm. next level. Um, but, but they all are. I mean, yeah. I actually, there isn't a single performer that is, is weak in that ensemble. And, and that comes with who they are, the amount of um, work that they put into things every day and the commitment they have to telling the story, just extraordinary. And I mean, I'm far away from them right now. I'm in Cape Town and obviously we speak to each other often, but I know that they're telling the story with all the love and integrity they've always had for this production. Yeah, it's got great integrity, this production. Sylvain, I want to wish you all the very best with it. I I honestly think it's one of the best pieces of theatre I've seen in a very long time in South Africa. Thank and I think so it also pays tribute to the market theater. They're certainly in the last uh, six months, they've certainly put on some really wonderful productions. I would ask yes. any of our listeners to go and see it if they have the opportunity. Sylvain, well done. And uh, please forward my congrats to your team as well. I will indeed. Thank you so much, Michelle. Sylvain Stryker is director of the play called The Promise. It's based on Damon Gulgut's book, 
uh, Booker Prize winning novel, The Promise. So Damon Gulgut, and I'll spell you his surname, G-A-L-G-U-T. He won the Booker Prize. I think he won it last year. It was either last year or the year before. I'm having a bit of a blank. And um, we've chatted to him many times on the show, also about the book, just before it won and then after it won as well. It is a production that will make you think. Whether you've read the play book or, or not, it will really, really make you think about um, what are the promises that are broken in this country and that uh, people believed when we came into uh, the new dispensation and what have we not seen take place. And there is much to be discussed and debated. Um, I attended it with a friend who is Afrikaans and he wept at the end of the show as well. It's 8.55.